Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, civil rights organizations are suing the federal government over its refusal to provide proper information on why the Emergencies Act was invoked in February. And Mr. Trudeau's government instead is attempting to focus on the inquiry, or focus the inquiry, on uh, the actions of protesters. Let's talk to uh, our previous guest on this issue, Kara Zwiebel, who is the lawyer and director of the Fundamental Freedoms Program with the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. The CCLA is suing the government on this. Uh, Ms. Zwiebel, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Uh, just great. Thank you for coming back on the show. Thanks for having me. We're both we're both happy, and it's close to income tax day for many, and for <laughs> others, it's just gone. <laughs> Maybe it's just self-defense. I don't know. So, now, as I understand it, you're the lawyer. Invoking of the Emergencies Act mandates the government to engage in a full inquiry into its reasons for taking this dramatic step in suspending civil liberties, Correct. So we get the, I mean, the act requires that uh, an inquiry be held. It also requires that there be a, you know, a parliamentary committee, which, which is underway already. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and earlier this week, the government announced the, uh, the inquiry. And there's no question that enacting the emergency, after invoking the Emergencies Act, in fact, does uh, compromise civil liberties of each and every Canadian, yes? I would say it does. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't characterize it as suspending civil liberties, but I would say that it um, it, it certainly puts civil liberties, um, you know, right at the center of things. And really what the government has to do under the Emergencies Act, and they're still supposed to comply with the charter. So what that really means is that any, you know, restrictions on rights and, and limits on our civil liberties have to be have to be justified by the government. OK, so now this is what the inquiry is supposed to be about. But uh, Mr. Trudeau's not approaching it this way. His focus is on the protesters and the truck convoys, particularly the convoy in Ottawa. So what is wrong or even uh, dangerous, potentially, to Canadian democracy by the prime minister acting in this manner? This is the first time that any prime minister, in fact, invoked the Emergencies Act since its creation in 1988. What's, what's challenging about the decision and the direction Mr. Trudeau is taking? Well, I think, you know, the, the way that the government has, has sort of framed the terms of reference of the inquiry is certainly um, skewed. And I think it, you know, what, what the Act says is that it, the inquiry needs to look into the circumstances that led to the invocation of the Act and the powers that were exercised under it. So I, I do think that looking at, the, you know, the issues around the convoy and how that developed, those are important pieces. And it, it's certainly legitimate for the um, inquiry to, to look at that. But um uh, the major reason why we have this requirement to have an inquiry in the act is to hold the government accountable for their actions. And so, um, you know, the, the terms of reference sort of, they, they do talk about, you know, law enforcement. There isn't really as much emphasis on looking at the actions taken by government and, um, you know, and assessing those. And that, I think, is what the inquiry needs to do. And I think, frankly, it is what the inquiry will do. I think the terms of reference are broad enough to allow it to do that. Um, and, and the reason we, we need that is because we need to understand, you know, what was so extraordinary about these circumstances that led to this um, this act being invoked. Because what the act does is it takes all of the government's powers and it allows them to be exercised by, um, you know, by, by basically by cabinet, by the executive branch, without going through the normal process of debate uh, before parliament that is open to you know, open to scrutiny and uh, much clearer and more transparent to to the public than 
um, you know, what happens around the cabinet table. Now, what concerns me, among other things, is that government action is usually or quite often based on precedent. And this is the precedent-setting invocation of the Emergencies Act. And if this, the, if this precedent didn't really require the Emergencies Act, which many people feel it did not, then that lowers the bar potentially for a future government to take this extraordinary step, the step of, sort of the, the measure of last resort for government to try to protect the Canadian democracy, does it not? Yeah, I certainly think that's the concern. I mean, the, the worry that we had when this, uh, you know, when the act was first invoked is that this is, you know, sort of opening opening the gates to the use of this extraordinary piece of legislation. And um, and so, you know, before we um, before we consider whether that precedent is something that we should be followed in the future, we need all of these different accountability mechanisms that exist under the act to uh, to do their work. So um, that's the review committee. That's the inquiry. It's also something that's you know not not directly contemplated in the act, but but not precluded by it. It's the legal actions that uh, organizations like the Canadian Civil Liberties Association have have brought, basically asking for judicial review of the government's decision to uh, to invoke the act and asking for a judge to assess whether the legal threshold under the statute was was met. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mark Mendocino, the public safety minister, has said Justice Rollo, uh, who's conducting the inquiry will have access to classified information and that the judge will decide what he requires from the federal government. And the minister says it was a, the police, as you heard, as we all know, we've said it several times, that it was the police who urged the government to invoke the Emergencies Act. So, so I hear that, and then I hear them also say that they're not going to share the information with Canadians openly, um, why they why they invoke the Emergencies Act because of cabinet confidentiality. So when you say, I mean, I may be just grasping for a straw here, but when you say that it was the police advice that caused you to uh, engage the Emergencies Act, uh, are you not opening the door and closing uh, to, to to information and closing the door to your cabinet confidentiality argument? Um, you know, I think I think it's hard to it's hard to say. I think there's an argument there that um, you know that. By uh, by making those statements, the government's sort of opening up that process. I also think there's good good reasons to um, to suggest that the government should waive cabinet cabinet confidentiality oh, I in agree this with case. You. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, and I also think, I mean, the the act requires that the the government lay out its justification um, for both houses of parliament. You know, right right uh, in the seven days after the act, uh, the the declaration was proclaimed. The both houses of parliament are supposed to have an opportunity to to take a look at uh, at those reasons and decide whether to basically affirm the proclamation or not. Um, and in the reasons that the government put forward, you know, I don't I don't see any reference to sort of any confidential information, any information that's subject to, to national security privilege or anything like that. So, so I think there is going to be, you know, there's going to be arguments to be made around whether um, it's appropriate for the government to withhold anything um, and what needs to be seen either by um, at least, you know, the, the judge or in the case of the inquiry, the the, um, the commissioner. Um, and otherwise, um, also, you know, what, what do Canadians get a right to see? Yeah. And, and let's not forget, Minister Bill Blair said just days before the Emergencies Act was invoked, the police already had all the powers they needed to address the issue. So, I mean, they're, they're coming at this from 
different compass points. Uh, the same people in the same cabinet or people within the same cabinet are approaching the issue from different compass points. What, what, what's the, what is the, how is the CCLA engaging this in court? What are you, what are you bringing forward into the court case? I mean, really, you know, what we're bringing forward is, is just, just, I mean, by virtue of bringing the court case, what we're doing is saying, okay, now it's the government's onus to, to you know, to justify it. And it's not um, to justify it after the fact. It's to justify it by showing us the evidence that existed at the time that the act was invoked that that justified it. Um, you know, there's, there's other organizations that are also pursuing judicial review. And so... Um, They've, some of those other organizations have raised the issue of, of uh, cabinet confidence, and, and there's going to be motions to to address that. Um, but this process of having, you know, a, a judge in court make an assessment about whether the legal threshold under the act was met is, I think, very important because, um, you know, as far as the sort of precedent-setting nature that you mentioned earlier, um, the idea is to get some guidance from an independent judiciary about whether the circumstances here warranted it, um, and and also not just whether it was okay to invoke the act, but whether the powers that were exercised under it were both necessary and proportionate, you know, whether they were in fact compliant with the charter, uh, because I think there's a good argument that they went quite a bit further than, than was necessary or justified. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.